This FPL season has definitely been go, go, go. A nonstop hustle all the time. Matches, deadlines, unexpected blank and double game weeks, on top of everything the real world has had in store. Sometimes you need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. For me personally, supporting Fulham during this last year has been a true roller coaster ride. Honestly, when that Adama Traore goal flew past Areola in the 92nd minute of game week 31, the only thing that saved my mental state, the only thing that calmed my nerves, was cracking open a Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. And listen, everyone, summer is pretty much here. It's about to get hot in New York. An ice-cold Coors Light is such a perfect way for me to beat that summertime heat. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hey there. We at Blue Wire just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this podcast. We know everything outside is pretty scary and uncertain, but we're committed to helping you get through your day by talking about the sports and teams that you love most. If you're looking for more great podcasts to distract you, check out BlueWirePods.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the podcast and stay safe. Hail cheaters and welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Podcast brought to you this week by Bet Online. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you? I still have my mind. I still have my soul, Josh. So I think that all things considered, I'm pretty good. How are that's you? Not, that's not bad. I God, do I have either do one you have in full? Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, I've got 80% of my soul and 80% of my mind. Probably I got I got hundred percent soul, actually, but the mind is it's going like slowly <laughs> like just like you can tell because <laughs> it's it's the thing it's the it's the like going from one to ten that's really you know they like the anger you know when you're home and it's sure. like have you, sure. done, have you done this thing recently where you like stub your toe and you like smash a coffee cup because you're just like so like tense <laughs> and, like, that's frustrated. oddly it's oddly specific josh the stub toe <laughs> equals smash okay, coffee not cup actually done that but i tempted to you know just you're just like you just yeah. want to like you have so much energy to burn off you know i'm probably walking like yeah. ten thousand fewer steps than i than i would do in a, in a given day you know and so mm-hmm. even when you're running around with your kid it's just like it's hard to and sort of burn all that like kind of city energy off that I'm that I'm used to having. Yeah, my version of burning the energy is just using foul, foul language through clenched teeth under my breath. <laughs> right. So you know right. that's where I'm at. And you said you and Lila, <laughs> you and your wife work. Uh, it's back to back, right? In the uh, in your living room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you remember that. You remember that scene in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade where Sean Connery and Harrison Ford are tied to chairs like, mm-hmm. back to back? That's that's how we work, but with laptops. Wow, that's so, wild. Yeah, yeah. It's, you wouldn't think you'd have the full range of motion with your arms, but uh, it's great that it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> how are you? Know, I was thinking, I was going to say, how are you doing? And then, you know, the fun, it's like we are so connected now that it's you know like somehow we kind of flaunted the rules a little bit this week you know because you and i actually met up in person on thursday and we we did we brought we Mm -hmm. both brought flasks with us and we went we walked through prospect park which is a park that's in between our two brooklyn neighborhoods and we just stayed six feet apart the entire time and uh we just walked like three miles like just drinking and uh not uh not violating each other's personal space and it felt pretty good i have to say and we both had our masks with us too you know we we weren't like fully cheating uh but it was uh, was good yeah it was good to do it the flasks bring a certain medicinal quality too to fight off any germs but yeah prospect park is great because it has this huge it's not a running track it's a it's like a, a a road 
So mm-hmm. you can easily keep that uh, safe distance. And the reason why we went to the park was to participate in this video that our friend Patty, FPL King, who you may know from social media, uh, he put together this video of all of these great FPL personalities and enthusiasts doing keepy uppies and juggling soccer balls, footballs. And you videoed me uh, doing keepy uppies in Prospect Park, you know, mm-hmm. You'll be the judge. You can go to our Facebook page where we have the video that Patty put together up there if you want to check me out and a bunch of other people sort of doing keepy-uppies around the world. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we met up on Thursday, and then we have this – you, uh, you, me, and and uh, I guess about 10 of our friends have this uh, standing movie night where we get together after um, – all the kids have gone to bed and I guess we have like a mix of like half our friends have kids half down. And uh, so on eight 45, we meet up and we watch some, usually it's like an eighties movie, you know, something we can all kind of make fun of. And this week it was labyrinth. Uh, the week before that it was Ferris Bueller's day off. And um, so we, we met, you know, in quotations uh, on, um, on Friday night. And then we actually did the pub quiz today me you and our friend trevor so you and i've actually hung out like four times in the last seven days you wouldn't think it'd be I'm possible in, in the, yeah exactly <laughs> i think we talked about it in last week's podcast uh but the uh, the premier league pub quiz which is hosted by james alcott who you and i met a couple weeks ago and we did the fpl fyi show i guess it was like more than a couple weeks ago now it was like more than a month ago time so flies that, when you're that, in quarantine baby <laughs> yeah exactly we we ended up ultimately previewing a game week that never happened which is uh, very sad uh but not many he, people can say that josh that's true actually that is true uh so but he he's hosting it's it's on the premier league's youtube channel and it, it takes about an hour i guess so he runs through all the questions and my first time doing it this week, you had done it the last couple of weeks. I loved it. I thought it was super fun. It really was kind of, I think the video element really helps, you know, and just seeing these mm-hmm. in the test. And I, you know, I, I think you and I, I mean, ultimately we, we all, me, you and our friend uh, Trevor all teamed up and I think we got maybe half the questions right or something like that. You know, we're not like Michael mm-hmm. Cox level knowledge, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. super fun, uh, like hidden picture things like, you know, like a, a mix of, of, of like real trivia and kind of fun games. And, uh, you know, I mean, we're not, again, yeah, we're not promoted to say yeah. this, but it's really fun. Yeah, my favorite part is when they show you a clip of five different goals being scored at like an incredible, incredibly quick pace. Goal score, goal score, goal score. And you have to name all five different goal scorers. And so it's like you're seeing less than a second of a goal being scored and you have to pinpoint. You're like, oh, OK, that's a Man United get. Yeah. Can I recognize the number? Who is that player? So it's like it's a mix of like hardcore trivia who signed to this club in 2004 versus just spot the ball in the frame. Yeah. And you got your boy, James Ward Prowse was uh, today. That was pretty cool. Actually, I I shouldn't even give anything (laughs) away because I think you can actually watch these. You don't even have to watch them mm-hmm. live. You could just go there right now yeah. and just start it fresh and then watch these or watch them with a couple of friends and yep. compete against each other. So it, it is it is really fun. Um, by the way, today before we get any further, uh, today's theme, which we're going to get to in a moment, is a draft, Brandon. We are doing a draft on this podcast. We're going to draft. And, and by the way, this is a, a, a nod to Joe Posnanski, who is a uh, – uh, my favorite sports writer. He's a great baseball. Almost he writes very like ninety percent of the time. He writes about baseball. Uh, he's on the Athletic, right? He's on the Athletic. Yep, and uh, he did this thing called the mm-hmm. Baseball One Hundred, which is this great rundown. Anyone who's even has a, has a passing interest in baseball um, has to read um, some of these articles and just just pick one at random. Don't pick a player you've ever heard of before. It's actually more fun with the players you've never heard of before. Um, uh, but anyway, he has this this podcast where they um, what he does it with Michael Shore, who's um, the co-creator of um, Parks and Rec and uh, The Good Place and a bunch of other things. Um, and they do a, a sort of a draft of like their favorite fruits uh, and things like that on uh, the podcast. It's a really fun podcast. If you're looking for something fun and, and you know, um, it's not quite as nostalgic. And I, I, I don't know about you, Brandon. I am sort of sick of nostalgia at this point. Uh, really? You know, I'm sort okay. of. I mean, I guess the theme of this podcast is slightly nostalgic, I will say, although we, we skewed it towards funnier <laughs> things as opposed to uh, more, uh, I, I mean, like, you know, we're not going to talk about like, uh, oh, I miss the like, you know, 
the way Aubameyang's hair drifts in the wind or whatever, you know. Little, uh, <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> I may drift into sentimentality uh, as I times. want to do, but yeah, okay. a couple of times maybe. <laughs> um, so anyway, they, they do drafts on there for goofy things, and I thought, you know what, I bet that would work uh, well for uh, this week's pod as well. So we're going to draft the things that we miss most about the Premier League and FPL. Um, Brandon, I did want to check in, though, just – we're in quarantine right now, and uh, we don't know how long this time quarantine, will yeah. quarantine indeed. And uh, we're a month in now here in New York. Looks like it may go on for the next, uh, I don't know, 35 months, something like that. Uh, you know, it's sort of conservatively, maybe let's say 72 months to be safe. Uh, yeah. What what have you been watching, reading, listening to? Has anything helped you to pass the time, uh, you know, besides curse, <laughs> cursing, cursing, you know, under your breath? The the thing that has really helped me pass the most time is uh, a mobile game on my phone called Spell Tower, um, and it's it's this game that was built just by some. It's one of those games where you're like, could anyone actually develop games for mobile phones? But it's a really slick, beautiful looking word game, and you're you're given this jumble of letters, and then you have to connect the letters to make words, and it's just. The aesthetic of it is really pleasing and to find the words is really pleasing and then throw some Scrabble elements in there like use this particular letter block and you'll double your points or use this particular letter block and you'll clear out Tetris style, this row of letters. So Spell Tower has been my go to for just put on a podcast, chill out, step away from all the crazy things happening in the outside world and and play that and that's been a lot of fun yeah um, you were saying before this pod you're doing like 10 11 12 hours of this a day right uh so it's pretty it's gotten pretty serious i mean you must be pretty good at this point i mean what is that how many minutes is that that's it's a lot the problem is is uh the battery on my phone is destroyed so it's less <laughs> a mobile phone because it has to be plugged in at all times so <laughs> it's a mobile phone but i can only take it within a, like a two foot radius which is kind of which is actually fine right now <laughs> yeah yeah it's about as big as my one bedroom apartment is i was telling you though the other day that um we watched this movie that just became available to rent here in the States called uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a mm-hmm. French movie. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many people listen. This is a sports podcast. So if we drift into the the really darkest corners of art house movie fair, forgive mm-hmm. us. Yeah. yeah. But um, I was telling you this movie that came out last year, it was like if somebody saw that scene in Titanic where Kate Winslet says to Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack draw me like one of your French girls. This movie is an embodiment of that. It's not a wholehearted recommendation, but it if doesn't you sound and like your, it. you know, <laughs> if you have a significant other, a partner who, you know, likes the softer things in the world. And, um, I will say there's a little something for daddy in this movie. Uh, you know, if, if you catch my drip, but, um, I doubt. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little dull. The, the French, I don't know how many people in France we have listening to this podcast, but any of you French people out there, take a look at yourself in the mirror and think about your sense of humor, because I'm not sure you have one. (laughs) Um, Speaking of sense of humor, uh, another acquired taste. Uh, It is comedy, although a lot of people don't. The show is slightly polarizing, but I have been working through uh, community this show that was on uh it was on nbc in the united states i'm not even sure if it made its way uh internationally at all it's it is a very aggressively i mean it has to be one of the nerdiest shows to ever be on broadcast television i mean up there with like doctor who i guess or something you know just like how like aggressively nerdy the show is um but it takes place at this um at this college um it's sort of a community college although it almost kind of feels like a high school and uh it's just i don't know i i find it very funny and i it's it's super um i don't know it's just it's very weird and immersive and i have been watching like four or five episodes a night kind of just as like a decompression type thing you know and so mm-hmm. um so four and, or five and, man you're really you're really rocking through them well, that's like 80, 80 minutes or, you know, they're all 20 minute, you know, uh-huh. they're, they're all oh, network true. TV, point. network TV show. Yeah. So, you know, 40 minutes, like 80 minutes, it's like a short movie or something, you know? So, uh, yeah, I've been going, going through those and, uh, it's been a nice distraction. So I would recommend that. 
Um, I, I did actually finally finish a book during this quarantine, uh, and I read, <laughs> it's like it's been impossible to do. I'm actually, I just started, uh, Camus, the plague, uh, which I'd never read before. And, uh, so I am, but I'm like only like 14 pages into that, but I, I finished, uh, conversations with friends by Sally Rooney and, uh, Sally mm-hmm. Rooney is, uh, you know, pretty well known. She's Irish and, uh, I, you know, I think she's probably even more famous in the UK and Ireland than he, uh, certainly in Ireland than she is uh, here in the States, but she's pretty popular here as well. And uh, I read her book, uh, Normal People, uh, a couple of months ago, and it was absolutely amazing. I just, I, it was one of the best novels I'd read in ages. I just could not put it down. I absolutely loved it. Uh, so I read uh, her second book, which I actually was written before um, Normal People, and uh, that was that was very fun as well. Not, I didn't quite like it quite as much as Normal People, but um, they're both just like it's like a like you actually it's like someone finally in their twenties wrote great novels about being in, your, in their twenties. You know, I felt like I felt like I really understood like the people who are just slightly younger than me, like sort of their perspective uh-huh. on the world. You know, and so uh, yeah, I highly recommend uh, Sally Rooney. You know, when I hear people talk about normal people, it just makes me wish, and I'm about to make a really terrible joke here, FYI, that there was an extended universe of Garfield novels and that the novel was actually called Normal People and it was just all about <laughs> the people who come into contact with Normal, mm-hmm. Garfield's uh, Garfield's cat friend. And I, I, I really, I'm really in love with that idea. So if anyone out there has the spare time to write a gag novel, called normal people i'm here for it <laughs> um but it's not it's not all just pop culture movies and books we are keeping busy with fpl and premier league related things and i think some people listening are already familiar with this and if you're not you can go sign up but the fine folks at um this website livefpl.net and i understand this is a site where you can go to check your live fpl score Mm -hmm. in the midst of a game week they have actually just launched a virtual fpl game so even though no no premier league is being played at the moment livefpl.net is running virtual simulations of premier league games and you can go to that site and build an fpl team so today um liverpool beat sheffield united one nil on a um i think it was a solid goal yeah it was a solid goal assisted by mane um city man city waxed tottenham hotspur 6-1 uh gabriel jesus according to the simulation and this is all run by you know numbers and tables this is not somebody just fictionalizing a premier league narrative a computer said gabriel jesus got three assists and a red card fantastic stuff i love it (laughs) um so if you want to if you want to play virtual fpl you go to livefpl.net slash sign up and you can create your own virtual fpl team and when the games on the weekends when the games happen you can actually watch the game the simulation unfold in like quote real time like every minute is basically a second so you hit start simulation and the game goes on for roughly 90 seconds and you see missed opportunity big chance created yellow card clearance etc etc so um, kudos to whoever over there is uh, pulling the levers at Live FPL. Uh, that uh, is a pretty fun way to pass the time. And yeah, you mentioned the Premier League pub quiz, which we'll definitely be retweeting that on the Hail Cheaters Twitter feed every Sunday right before the pub quiz is about to kick off. And we're certainly engaging our Patreon supporters on our yeah. Slack channel when the Premier League pub quiz is happening so we can all kind of like take part and have fun together. Yeah, I like the um, I like to dip in our toe in a little bit with some of this stuff. And like the Premier League, the pub quiz for me is like kind of where my level is right now. But I, I you know, I, I really am embracing personally the the detox element of it. You know, we, we're not doing the championship manager thing. Uh, I'm not doing this live FPL thing. I think that um, these Premier League seasons are so long. You know, there's such a grind. And this 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 last season was kind of a uniquely frustrating season. And so I think, you know, in the end, obviously none of us would have ever wished it to happen quite the way it did. But I think uh, one positive, uh, such as it is, is that, um, you know, we're really going to appreciate now um, how great it is to have 
matches all the time, you know, and have a season that never ends. And like, it's sort of, you know, is it just having like a little break from it, you know, and in the summer that, you know, maybe they'll do premier league matches in the summer. Um, who knows what's going to happen there. And they're talking maybe like they can do something in July, June, July at Wembley stadium, maybe, uh, it all feels super complicated still, but, um, you know, I think that, uh, for many of us, especially those of us who are, you know, heavily involved in, in creating anything around the game, um, having a little bit of time off, um, has been, uh, has been huge. And by the way, speaking of uh, FPL and the, you know, whatever, the sort of the business of FPL, uh, I did want to note, Brandon, that uh, pa- Patreon for May is going to be suspended as well. So anyone who is currently a patron, um, you will not be uh, charged anything for uh, May, for the month of May. Uh, there's no there's no Premier League. There's nothing um, to, to plan for. There's no strategy to discuss. And so um, uh, it doesn't feel appropriate for us to um, you know, charge anybody for for the month of May. And so that is um, we're going to just go ahead and suspend it for that month. Um, you can still sign up if you want. And if you uh, if you want to support the, the cheaters, you can go to patreon.com slash always cheating to do so. But uh, um, but yeah, I just wanted to give a quick note about that. And, uh, yeah. you know, hopefully in May we will be able to start doing previews. I mean, it'd be awesome if like come late May we are, you know, I mean the Bundesliga may be back in early May, which, but you know, so maybe we'll start doing Bundesliga. Maybe we'll do Bundesliga fantasy, Brandon. That would be kind of fun. Just yeah. do it like on an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet or something, you know, who knows? Yeah. As you know, there's been a downturn in business for everyone, everyone listening and all sorts of businesses out there having a downturn. And there's, you know, there's a downturn for FPL content creators such as ourselves. So I was saying before we started um, recording this podcast, it's when we hit record the last few weeks, it's kind of been um, reinvigorating for me. This podcast has become more the sort of pleasant distraction that it was when we first started before it kind of became um, a bigger thing, something that we were engaged in multiple uh, at multiple levels, more or less. So several um, hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> so in some ways, you know, we we wish it weren't this way, but it's an opportunity for us to um come back and reorient ourselves with FPL content and this podcast in, in, a, in a new way, sort of uh, with, with fewer stakes, which, which can be fun. On that note, Brandon, let's take a break and uh, let's get back. And we're going to do our draft of the things we miss most about the Premier League and FPL. Listen up, guys. We are currently without the Premier League. There's no NBA, no NHL, no Major League Baseball. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas right to you. Are you missing NFL? There's all this talk about what's going to go on with this NFL season and will it be back? Won't it be back? Are you missing it? There's not a problem. Bet Online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations that you can bet on. It's like we we're talking about with live FPL. They're running Madden NFL simulations that you can place wagers on. You can also bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, promo code when you sign up at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online wagering solution. All right, Ben, we're back. We are going to do our draft now. We're each going to get five picks in this draft. Uh, and then at the end, we will uh, we will debate uh, who who won this draft. OK, well, maybe we'll, we'll list our picks. Uh, we'll post them on our right, Slack right. and then we'll do it on Twitter or something like that, too. Um, remind but, me, remind me and everyone else what we're drafting. What are right. we drafting? Yeah, yeah. these are things, it's kind of abstract things that we miss about the no i don't think it's that abstract it's just things that we miss about the premier league in fantasy okay just this the okay. game you know the the premier league game the game of fantasy just everything you know all the stuff that we talk about here in this podcast what do we miss what do we miss most okay and yep. i think mm-hmm. i feel like we kind of threw out the obvious things yeah i miss goals too you know like let's <laughs> you know <laughs> um okay. cheerleaders yeah yeah exactly cheerleaders 
All right, Brian, I've got a coin here. I'm going to flip it up in the air. It's honor system, okay? So uh, I'll tell uh-huh. you when I flip it, okay? I'll, I'll try to flip it okay. by the microphone so you can actually hear the flip. I'm not sure if you'll be able to or not. Uh, when I flip it up in the air, you call it, and uh, if you win, you go. You get the first pick. Uh, if it's the opposite of what you called, then uh, I'll go, okay? Are you going to do right. your best Anton Chigurh from uh, No Country for <laughs> yeah, Old Men impression? Call it, friendo. Okay, uh, I am flipping it now. Tails. It's heads. I promise you it's heads. I'm looking, ah. at, I'm looking at Thomas Edison right here in my right here on my palm. It's actually I have a nickel, not a quarter. So all right. Uh so I get the <laughs> times are first, tough, man. First pick here. All right. So uh I, I'm not even sure if we'll end up like getting this like this concept right. So we'll see how our this draft actually works out. But uh, I okay. get the first pick. Okay. I am going to go <clears throat> first pick off the board, Brandon. Okay. My pick yeah. is 6.31 a.m., okay? That is the mm-hmm. time on Saturday. Saturdays at 6.31 a.m. That is the time when deadlines end and you are locked into your team in fantasy. Now, of course, in the U.K., that would be uh, 11.31 a.m. Uh, but, you know, here in the U.S., 6.31 is you're done. You know, this is assuming there's no Friday match or whatever, but you're done. You are a minute after teams are locked, really. If we just, if we just, if I, if I can get, if I can have that as an entire category, uh, a minute after yeah. the, uh, the game week is locked is my favorite moment of the game week because you have put your team together. You're excited. You've made your picks and now you, you can't. What could go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. It's like it, if you're an optimistic person, as I, as I think that I am, uh, ultimately, um, I, you know, there's that moment where you're like, I, I nailed it. You know, I got every transfer, right. Yeah. Uh, I have the perfect captaincy. Um, you know, uh, the, I, this, the team sheets just came out and I've got, everyone playing or not playing that I expect in this, this opening match. And, uh, you know, if it's Saturday morning, then it means I can go back to bed for an hour, you know, and uh, drag uh-huh. myself out of bed at 730 <laughs> when the first match kicks off. Um, so what do you think about 631 a.m., Brandon? Yeah, you know, I really love it. The optimism is the key word. And um, there was a version of my draft. This didn't make it into my final draft, but um, – Friday evening, Friday night, the Friday night tinker. It's kind of an oh. honorable mention. And yeah. the whole idea of the the road ahead and and all good things coming yeah. your way and yeah. setting the things right that went wrong the previous game week. I love it. Yeah, it's it's kind of the same. You're right. It's it's like it's sort of the two sides of the same. You know, it's the the planning, and then when the planning is done, you know, it's sort of sort of both great. Yeah. I mean, the, the planning is is the the whole reason you play fantasy. It's the fun of it. So, uh, but it's also nice yeah. when you just are mercifully not allowed to change things anymore. Uh, you know, Suddenly, think, it's out of your hands, right? I think is it is it in Sky where you can keep uh, Sky Fantasy? You can keep changing your captain every day. Um, no and, earthly idea. I've never I, even, uh, yeah, you can't play it in the U S yeah, it's not, you're not actually legally, we can't play it here, but, um, I think you can, and I, and I get the appeal of that and I could see how that would favor really serious managers, but there is something nice about just the game week has begun. You know, there's nothing you can do any longer. You know, everything is locked in. Um, that's, it's kind of like, you know, it's like no matter what happens, you know, you got a week to go or whatever until, until you have to make another transfer. Yeah, right. Well, my draft pick, are you done? Can I move on to my pick? Uh, yeah, I mean, I could go on for all of mine for 20 minutes. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> let's move on to the next one. All right. All right. I'm going to, my, my first pick in this, uh, this nostalgia draft is also related to a time. And that time in New York City is 10 a.m. Greenwich ah. Mean Time, it's 3 p.m. Okay. I am drafting. The flurry of action during the Saturday midday kickoffs. Nothing. Okay, so you've sort of set the table for mm-hmm. the the weekend's action. Right. I right. am drafting the action. And there's <laughs> nothing better to me than yeah. when there are like three, four, sometimes five or six matches happening simultaneously. And everything it's everything is happening. And uh, it's like the 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 what you would call it the juice like that's the juice and you know don't come near me when that's happening no especially if you're if we're all at the black horse if if it's you and me and some of our friends there and it's it's especially fun if we're there with a friend who has uh 
especially UK friends uh, or friends from, you know, any, even from Ireland, like places where the like sports bar experience isn't quite the same where all of a sudden they're like, Oh my God, everything is on right now. You know? And it's yeah. just, they're like, especially at the black bars where they have like, I think it's 10 or 12 TVs and they're kind of spread across the room. And so there's this moment where you can see people's eyes kind of bug out a little bit where they're like, <laughs> I cannot follow this. I don't know what to do right now. Uh, and that's, that's sure. always fun. Yeah. Good pick. It'd be great if my next pick was 12.30 p.m. Brannis. No, I'm just kidding. It'd be funny. Maybe we just kept picking <laughs> yeah. times. Sure. We're rocking around <laughs> the clock. It could have been like a Star Wars minute where it was just like, we just picked, what's the best thing that's happened at 10.05 p.m.? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. What's your next pick, Jack? All right. My next pick, I'm going uh, away from uh, away from fantasy and into just the Premier League itself, Brandon, or maybe just football more generally. For my third pick, Brandon, I am picking Corner Kicks. Okay, I miss corner kicks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just even in a bad game, a corner kick is, you know, we all know that like most corner kicks look to nothing. Most teams don't aren't particularly creative on their corner kicks or their set pieces don't go anywhere. I've heard but, you rail against the short corner kick more times than I care to mention. <laughs> Well, it's just, what are they doing half the time? You know, <laughs> there's no plan. You know, Pep is like, Pep for all his plaudits is he loves the short corner and uh i don't know so but i'm surprised by how much i miss when i think about things that i miss it's especially when you when you factor in fantasy really because you have you know defenders coming up on corner kicks and something that i really felt when you and i went to see um our matches uh in march when we were in the uk and just the every corner brings a level of excitement Even when you're just watching on tv you know, you just you don't quite know what's going to happen. It's always kind of must see TV, even though you know in the back uh-huh. of your head that it, that nothing's going to come of it. You yeah. know, uh, so I just I just miss. I, I love a good set piece. I just miss. I miss corner kicks. That's when the uh, video function on your mobile phone is most activated during yes. a corner kick or a set piece. Yeah, just I'm in with case. you. I, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I like that. I have another thing coming up in my draft that I think touches upon the. Uh, what I would deem the little things. So I think that's a good aspect of the little things of the game that we enjoy. Um, I'm going to go, I'm not sure if this is broader or it's sort of a little more pastoral, but my next pick is definitely influenced by self-isolation quarantine. I am drafting big green grassy pitch. (laughs) <laughs> and I, when I started, the, you, you posed this topic for this week's pod and I, I'm, you know, now I have to think of what do I miss about watching the Premier League, usually mm-hmm. on TV. Yeah. And what I then realized was, oh, right. I'm not ever seeing on the weekend, like a giant green space. I, I can't walk to the park yet, but it's kind of like, that's kind of fraught these days. So I miss just the expanse, the big green yeah. grassy pitch where where children play, um, especially so but especially let's where the children that play. One. Yeah, I think I think Cat Stevens <laughs> wrote a song about that. Uh, where do the children play? Uh, especially in it's the UK, more of a Godfather Two reference, I think. <laughs> yes, for the children come come and play with their toys. Uh, yeah, I think um, it's a good pick, and. I think especially in the UK, because in the US and you, uh, we, I just went with my family to, um, we went to Staten Island for the first time. I, 15 years old in New York, I'd never once been in Staten Island. Uh, and, uh, I went there, uh, with the family, we went to a nature preserve this weekend and it's April, you know, it's, um, spring actually started a little early this year. And so, um, you know, I, I thought it might be, and you know, like it was a little, a little tiny bit green. Uh, but in America, at least at least where we are kind of northern north america um you don't really get spring until may you know it's really um it's late mm-hmm. april maybe you know uh but it's still it's still mostly dirt you know there's not even really a lot of grass and i think we saw that when we were walking through prospect park too and i think you know in the uk it just it doesn't get quite as like bone chillingly cold you know and so it stays pretty green i feel like um now mm-hmm. granted I, i'm sure you can keep a pitch green in, in the u.s as well um, you know, if you're, if you're tending to it all the time, but there is something about just the English green, you know, and just, and just like sort of that it, like it, like it is just a greener country in a lot of ways, you know, because of the climate. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good pick. Any particular, well, you, I think you're, you're any particular ground. Yeah. Any particular ground that you miss seeing on TV? 
Well, you talking about the greenery and the English um, uh, connection to it, now I'm suddenly thinking of Wimbledon and the fact that Wimbledon is canceled and they're the only uh, sort of grass court um, of the of the um, the Grand Slam. What pitch do I miss the most? Um, well, I mean, Fulham is is the ground, but we don't see them on TV every weekend because now they're in the championship, and you, you, it's not easy to come by. I don't know. You know what? I think when I think about that, I think I'm really nostalgic for the vitality, the um, Bournemouth Stadium, and I think it's kind of groovy how they have those giant. Um, uh, posters up in either corner of the stands of the players. And um, it makes it feel a little more rock and roll to me. I mean, you, yeah. you have um, other stadiums like Sulhurst Park that are like definitely rock and roll just by virtue of, of the, the atmosphere. But Vitality, when you're watching it on a TV broadcast, I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, but I'll just get back, you know, because like a Turf Moor has some of that too, you know, where it's a little... Um, uh, I don't know if it's actually necessarily even rocking in that way, but it just has kind of a um, like it feels like you really feel that you are in a particular place in the country. You know, it does not yeah, feel like right. you could just pick that stadium up and drop it anywhere. You know, like you can sort of see um, you know, a, a Queens Park Rangers a stadium is a little bit like this, too, you know, where you can like you can see the apartment buildings, you know, like just next to it, you know, which I've always Oh, yeah. Any cool. stadium yeah. in which you can see the row houses in the background is got my vote for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Good pick. That's that's one of the maybe the best one so far, to be to be honest. I mean, it was cool <laughs> okay. when you were picking times, you know. Hell, <laughs> 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 oh, father time. All right. You, you, you're next. Try and top right. big grassy pitch. All right. All right. I, the third, third pick is a good one. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this one. My third pick, Brandon, the things I miss most about the Premier League, Wolverhampton. Just Wolves, the club, they're like the per- – I'm not even a Wolverhampton supporter, but I just miss mm-hmm. everything about them. I, they're I, they're great in fantasy. They're a really fun team to root for because they're not as corporatized as most of the other, like the big six clubs. I mean, maybe they'll end up there eventually, but you know they don't have these massive fan bases. You know, sometimes – um, you know, it's kind of hard to really love a club if you're not like a supporter of that club because their their fan base is just kind of overwhelmed. Man United's a little bit like this, you know, where it's kind of hard to even root for them because it's just like they've got their fans already. They're kind of in place, you know, and mm-hmm. they don't need your support. It doesn't matter how you feel about them. Uh, but Wolves, it feels like it's kind of like it's still fun to get on that Wolves bandwagon a little bit. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're making their way through Europe and um, their players all seem like just – I just players that you love to root for. I mean, Adama Traore, Raul Jimenez. Name a player on Wolves that is not likable. I I challenge you. I, I honestly, I know. I, I who Connor maybe, Cody? Maybe Dendocker. Don't love Dendocker. Okay. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Okay, yeah, I know. But even him, I'm kind of okay with. I, I like Connor Cody's all right. You know, he's like a he's like, he's just bad for fantasy. You know, he's a yeah, boring right. fantasy player. Uh, but yeah, Willie, Willie Bully, um, just, you know, Johnny, who doesn't love Johnny, Matt Doherty. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. Geez. And you're taught, ta- I remember you telling the story about how Moutinho and Jota just hang out at their favorite coffee shop together. Just Neves like and a Jota. Couple of, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Neves and Jota. Sorry. My mm-hmm. bad. I'm sure Moutinho could seamlessly slip into that. Sure, they're uh, all cafe Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah so i just i miss wolves like they're like to me they're what rooting they're, they're what like being a full fan of the premier league is all about you know it's like it's one thing to support your club but to like the fact that like a wolverhampton can just pop up out of the championship um and suddenly become a club that everybody loves is is a very cool thing that i really miss i do think your mileage may vary depending on where you land with the uh, brexit vote i think wolves um the they're like fan base per capita uh went heavily one way so um okay. but right. they're cr- <laughs> i don't want to know which way <laughs> they're, yeah their their crest is like far and away like the oh. most metal crest in the entire football association their twitter feed is just at wolves how did they get that? That's such a cool Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, where's Big Wolves? Where is the Wolf Lobby in this? Like they should have s- sat on that uh, handle for a long time. I like that <laughs> shout. Yeah, it'd be like if Man United's like like Twitter handle was just Devils. You know, like that'd be like I don't know, it'd be, it'd be awesome. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
All right. So you went Wolves with your third pick. My third pick, and we're actually kind of like on the same level right now because my third pick is also specific in that way. What I miss most about the Premier League, I'm drafting in my third pick, Kevin De Bruyne. Ah. Uh. Yes, yes. You know, it's this is not like for a fantasy draft to play in my midfield. I'm just drafting the whole universe of Kevin De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. When I, I, I didn't want to do this draft and not come away with a player. Yeah, and yeah. it's like watching the Premier League, you know, it's it's the atmosphere, it's the it's the time as we've established. Who do I really like, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the FPL stakes are, no matter what the league stakes are, who do I want to watch? And I want to watch Kevin De Bruyne. And, you know, listen, we're not the only podcast to wax poetic about KDB, nor was would this be the first time that I've waxed poetic about him. But <laughs> yep, yep. to watch him play is everything, everything that I love watching a footballer you, play. You did love him back when he was – a borderline hipster pick, I will say. You have loved De Bruyne about as long as – I mean, I don't know if you – you know, I, I don't know if you were really picking up at him when he, when he was at uh, Chelsea. Wolfsburg. But certainly – yeah, 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 Wolfsburg. But certainly since he's been at Man City, I feel like basically from week one, you have been all in on De Bruyne as a, as a player. Yeah. It's just – the way he passes, he puts that, you know, that continental flair on every pass. And f- and, and not, not to mention, like, his crosses, which are, like, Trent-level sublime. But for him to couple that with the goals that he scores, he absolutely just kicks the absolute crap out of the ball. And the clank of the net when uh, that ball hits it, you know, going like 500 miles per hour. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, it's the grace and the power, it's everything. So um, there it is. No draft is complete without KDB. There you have it, my third pick. It's a great test. Like what's better, the the whole of Wolves collectively or Kevin De Bruyne, you know? (laughs) Um, Oh, it's close. It's very close. Yeah, surprisingly, yeah. Um, all right, I would so, like to see that match. I would <laughs> like to see the Wolverhampton starting 11 go up against Kevin De Bruyne and see what happens. <laughs> uh, well, Kevin De Bruyne would just get injured probably at some point. It's a sort of pull a hand here. Um, all right. Too so sure. I, I am – okay. So the next one I'm going a little I'm – I'm actually going – I have a big board here. I'm going – I'm going I'm, I'm going, going past that one that I have for number four and I'm promoting one. Okay, Brandon. So my okay. number my number four – and this one may take a little explaining, so so just uh, gird your loins here, okay? My number okay. four, you got is, some explaining to do. That's right. My number four is VAR meltdowns, okay, Brandon. I miss VAR meltdowns. Now these are not my own meltdowns, Brandon. I miss other people's VAR meltdowns, and the reason for for that I miss this, Brandon, is I hate VAR. I think VAR is terrible. I don't think it makes watching the game any uh, more enjoyable. In fact, I, mean, I think it makes it significantly worse. I don't think it adds anything to the game unless you're a professional better or somebody who has a serious financial stake in what happens in these matches. I think from a, from a viewing perspective, VAR is a travesty and uh, and is <laughs> built on. on a built on a false idea that all we ever did was argue about dubious goals before VAR was introduced, which is not true. We were never talking about this. Foot offside, who cared? Nobody ever talked about this. Like maybe on like six yeah. love six, they would they would talk about this stuff, you know, or you know, these Colin shows, but like no one certainly you and I were never sitting around talking about marginal offsides calls or, you know, phantom handballs or, you know, uh just no. do it just it was you know, so so because I hate it so much, I I want bad I want VR to be as terrible as it can possibly be. So they have no <laughs> choice but to abandon it. I have no faith that it can ever, ever get better. And in it getting better wouldn't matter because my problem with it is so fundamental that there's no way you could change it in order to make me enjoy it more. So I want as many meltdowns as possible because I think that is the only way that VR may go away. And I miss having those meltdowns because I never, I never want us to get used to VAR. Right, right, right. So what you're saying is you think that this moment without sports, without the premier league is allowing VAR to coast sort of fly under the radar and uh, get away with it. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, They're okay. getting away with it, All right. just like our president. <laughs> yeah. So that that's where I <laughs> that's where I'm coming down. Uh, what do you think about what wow, do you think about my that, number four? I think that was a very real, a very raw pick, and I I do want to applaud you for just you know going going for it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> I want to I, I like I like the place where it's coming from because I also dislike VAR and I t- tend to agree that it probably won't improve so much as we'll just become used to it, we'll become inured to it, and that's not necessarily a good thing. However, I think it's it would be false for me to say that I actually miss um miss it and I okay, so let, let me tell you a little story. So when I grew up, my my parents every Sunday would take me to a little Presbyterian church, and every Sunday morning I would like wake up, and I would keep my eyes closed, and I would um, ironically sort of pray, like, please let this be the Sunday where my parents don't wake me up, um, and mm-hmm. I don't have to go to church because it was boring and it wasn't very fun. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, my coin just dropped. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. The, um, that's a perhaps a sign, perhaps a cheeky sign from uh, G O G O D upstairs. <laughs> but um, my my point is is, and it was always very sad. Then ultimately, when I did get uh, woken up and dragged to to that little Presbyterian church, so I, I just think it's false to sort of cl- close your eyes and clench yourself and hope that it will all go away because it's not going away. Well, yeah, I'm encouraging more <laughs> more bad things to happen. I, I'm not closing my eyes. I'm we rail about on this uh-huh. podcast. What I just did is another attempt to to stop us from yeah. uh, you know. You're okay. See, yeah, yeah, you're 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 drafting in the idea that don't close your eyes. Look yeah. at this. Look directly at VAR. I'm just face, saying I, face your reality. I never want VAR to take roots, and so I miss the meltdowns. The meltdowns are a thing that I yeah, miss yeah. because those meltdowns will help eventually get rid of one of the things that I most hate about uh, the Premier yeah. League. So there you go. That's my number four. I like your I like your pick. It is challenging us to be a better draft, to build a, a higher team with mm-hmm. a higher purpose. And yep. so I think that's yep. good. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to actually go just straight to FPL. Uh, this is just a this is a specific FPL related thing that I miss. I am drafting. The second FPL return from your captain. Okay, Ooh, and I'm wow. not drafting. Okay. I'm not drafting not the, first. the first return for your captain. No, right, because right. everyone knows when your captain gets their first attacking return um, of the match. This mm-hmm. is assuming you're not captaining Shane Duffy for some unknown reason to get a clean mm-hmm. sheet. When your when your uh, captain gets their first attacking return, that is a sit back, relax. Um, I've done a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, it, it, it doesn't really, it's, it's better than a wash, but you're kind of like lurking around there okay. when the second return from here, your captain bro. goes on. Yeah. <laughs> when your second, when your captain gets that second return, that is the peak reason for celebration. I think during the weekend, because that's when yeah. you basically get more than you bargained for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can't hope for anything better. And I think if you were to say, well, why not, Brandon, just draft the third uh, return from your captain or draft the fourth return? Don't you remember when you captained Aguero and he <laughs> scored four goals? Wasn't that a right. much better feeling? Right. I would argue that it wasn't a better feeling. It was a different feeling. I think that there is no higher emotional feeling than your FPL captain returning for the second time. Yeah, I think that is uh, that's a good one. I have a memory in place. Uh, in pl- I have a memory that I'm thinking of right now uh, from December when I held on to Mo Salah longer. I, I was like one of four people that still had Salah in like late December when he scored a very very late brace, like seconds to go, kind of like a backheeled brace, if I remember. He and was it, it, the ball just fell to him. I remember this goal. It was a joke. Um, and yeah, Liverpool were just steamrolling whoever they were playing. And the ball cheekily fell to Mo and he didn't have to do anything. But yeah, flip, flip a toe. Yeah. And suddenly, uh, as is often the case of the second return, you move from no points for your 
no bonus points for your player to uh, double returns and all three bonus, you know? And so it's a massive, when you get into a player situation like that, it's a, it's a gigantic return. Um, Suddenly you're checking to see if you're going to have the high points for the uh, game week, if you're going to be featured on the FPL homepage. That's, I think that, I think that's why the, the, the third, the third return when there's rare occasions when you get it is like that, because then you're like, Mm -hmm. it's like, you're almost, then you're like, whoa, now I'm like, now it's serious. You know, it's like it's like, no, it's like it's, it was, it's fun, but now I've got to think about what I'm going to do no. with this, you know, with these points. When you get the third return from your captain, you're like, whoa, am I supposed to start an FPL podcast now? <laughs> the the only issue that I take with this one is that I feel like you consistently aren't happy. You are like the only manager I know who will get like 10 points from a captain and be like that is terrible and i like i kind of blew it this game week and uh-huh. you know i i you know you're just you really like you're always looking for your captain to be explosive in terms of returns and i feel like yeah, yeah i think for most people when you get that first goal from your captain you're like yes great like okay like now i can that was awesome like i'm delighted like now like this game this game week is gonna be good you know and they're not like and they're not like this is like chewing a piece of balsa wood or whatever you (laughs) described it as (laughs) Uh i'm a man of contradictions joshua but i think i think you're right i think if you want to set the bar for explosivity the second return is the bare minimum for that and so i think like the game the good game week begins at that second return for your captain. And that's what I live for. Um, okay. I, I think, I think ultimately I, I do, uh, I do agree with you. I, I get I had, to, I had to throw in my, my little note there, but Fair I do, enough. I do agree point. with you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So for my, my final pick, my fifth and final pick, uh, I have three listed here. I am going to go with the one that I actually had listed fourth. Um, and that pick is dubious assists. Branded. I miss a dubious <laughs> assist. There is nothing being a fantasy manager. There is nothing quite that says that I, I am a manager who takes the game too seriously other than hunting down whether I, it is to, to the point that there is literally a podcast called who got the assist, right? Because that is such mm-hmm. a fundamental part <laughs> of, of being a fantasy manager. And there's I challenge, nothing... <laughs> I challenge Tom and company to change their podcast name to dubious assist. Dubious I think that would be assist. wonderful. Who got the dubious assist? Uh, there is nothing quite like a, uh, like, especially, especially when you get a cheeky assist from a player who has no right to get the assist, you know, that deflects off their, ankle or whatever on the way in and they they Uh get the assist but even just just the act of trying to figure out who who got the assist on Mm -hmm. a goal is is Mm -hmm. one of the real fun parts about following fantasy and then especially if you're obsessively watching every single match you know and you're sort of seeing it in real time and you know or even just like the, the the assist gets pulled up on the you know, on the site, you know, there's a goal and it's like assist to be determined. And then it's like, let the speculation begin, you know, and it's like everyone just sort of <laughs> starts like at replying, you know, like Daniel yeah, Craig yeah. from Knives Out shows up and he's like, I do declare who <laughs> did get the assist here. <laughs> Old fashioned whodunit. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that, I, I love it. I, I agree with you, like the whole Ag- Agatha Christie sort of a thing. And then I feel like if you if you're engaged in FPL social media, like there is a lot of crap that goes on, particularly the people who just tweet out the name of the goal scorer in all caps or just goal all caps is mm-hmm. I'm not sure I understand what's behind that. But FPL social media is never more sincere when people are trying to state their case for where the uh, assist ought to be. Uh, account. <laughs> oh, it, and, we've all been part of this, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's cool. It's a very communal aspect of, of it, which is which is great. Um, I will. So you you focused on, I think, rightfully so, um, something that is kind of like a little unspoken thing about FPL. I'm going to see if I can go even more micro than you with my final draft pick. Okay, and it's also FPL related. What I miss about the Premier League. My final draft pick is cheeky third save from your goalkeeper. And yes, I that's think a good there one. is, it's, very good it, it's, it's like, you know, there I'll, I'll go back to my, um, um, 
my slandering the, the French. And I think um, I'll come back around and, and give them credit for, you know, coining the, the phrase a little death. And I think um, the word little is appropriate there for that is the feeling when I feel when my goalkeeper gets a cheeky third save, I get a little point. It's a little death that I'm experiencing and wow. it's wonderful. Wow. Um, that was more sexual than I was expecting, but yeah, I think, um, I, yeah, I think you're right because it's funny. It's, it was just like the second return where I can immediately think of an example of this and, and the satisfaction I felt because I think this happened. I mean, who even knows how long it was now, but you know, it was just some random match where, um, Nick Pope was on two saves the entire match. And right at the end, you know, it was like somebody was, 35 yards outside of the box and just kind of let one rip kind of out of boredom, you know, the, the, like the <laughs> boredom, the boredom shot on goal, which happens a lot. And, uh-huh. you know, if it's like a, sure. it's a three, one match, you know, 89th minute, you know, sometimes people players just like, ah, this game's over anyway. Let me just like rip it from over here yeah. and see what happens. And, or like uh, is it yeah. one of, one of Steven Gerrard's like screamers that he scored from, you know, 40 yards out. I think he had said to um, the press, well, I shot it from there because it was so late in the game. I was just dog tired. I couldn't run anymore, so I just right. thought I'll just shoot it. Yeah, I mean, I, that's probably that's probably it's part of the mentality too. It's like, well, nothing else is working. Let's just you know, um, because it, it does happen occasionally, I guess. Yeah, you know. but yeah, in general, as, as a manager, that's like the, that's the dream, you know, because those get saved, you know, nineteen <laughs> yeah. times out of twenty, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's great. Any any save in which your goalkeeper doesn't have to move his feet, just puts up his hands and easily catches it. This is like the Casper Schmeichel specialty. Yeah. Does the catch uh, and then just falls love it. falls to the elbows, right? You know, falls to the elbows, yeah. hugs it and for you're just 30 like, seconds. Burn out the clock. Get <laughs> yeah. that clean sheet. Oh my god. Exactly. It's I'm on for a seven pointer now. <laughs> now this is this whole discussion is making me miss fans. Maybe this one more than anything else. Uh, is making me <laughs> fantasy. So uh, these are okay. I I think I think we've got five good picks, Brandon. Both of us. Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to run through my five here, and then I mean I'm just going to name my okay. five, and then you can name your five. Okay, and um, maybe cool. we'll put it okay. up for a vote on, on Twitter who had the better uh, the better picks. Uh, so my first okay. pick was 6:31 a.m. Uh, I may I may reframe that to you know a minute after um, the game week closes. Uh, number two is corner kicks. Number three is Wolverhampton. Number four is VAR meltdowns. And number five is dubious assists. Okay, so that's, those are my five picks. <laughs> All right, my five picks start with flurry of action during the Saturday midday kickoffs. Second pick, big green grassy pitch. Third pick is Kevin De Bruyne, the one and only. <laughs> Fourth pick is the second FPL return from your captain, <laughs> not the first. And my final pick is it's the little things, the cheeky third save from your goalkeeper. Nice. You went a little more prosaic with your uh, – with the, you wrote these down, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, the quill pen, like ready these. <laughs> I, I, I write everything with calligraphy. It's true. So <laughs> I, I feel like we have a couple of – we must have a couple of honorable mentions here. Then I think we definitely have to pitch it to uh, our listeners to get at us with with the things they would draft into things they miss about the Premier League. So any honorable mentions on your side? Um, yeah, I had just a couple, they weren't, you know, the last match of the game week, um, I have listed here. Um, we already, Mm -hmm. I feel like you and I both kind of covered the time stuff earlier on, but just that, that, that last match, there's there's almost always something it's, there's, you know, some, especially, especially when it's a Saturday, Sunday game week and there's that final match and there's usually something you're, even if you're not rooting for something, you're rooting against something. There's always something at stake. Yeah. I feel like that happens even more often, you know, where you're rooting against something. Yeah. And then uh, (laughs) I had one more, which was uh, uh, just having something to do on the weekend. Uh, Just, (laughs) I just miss having something to do on a Saturday, like, and not having to like plan, you know, there's so much more planning now, you know, just like, what are we going to do? You know, like what, yeah, like, what's for dinner? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everything is, yeah, there's a lot of planning happening now. So, uh, so those are, those are my two honorable mention picks. All right. I've got a few honorable mentions here. Just three. I'll run through them here. Um, an FPL return from your newest transfer, pretty basic stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. that's like you live or live or die by that, that you're, you're, uh, getting rewarded from your newest Great transfer. Feeling. Also yep. just, 
it, this ties into what you're saying about just having something to do on the weekend. What we miss about sports generally is something where we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, you look at the news, we don't really know what's going to happen. We don't. Uh, um, but what I miss most about the Premier League is okay, we're going to stream something on Netflix today. I have a pretty good idea of what's going to happen. Sports is great because you don't know what's going to happen. I miss that. I would draft that. And the last honorable mention for my drafts would be the smiling faces of the three Liverpool attackers. Think about them, John. Picture (laughs) them in your mind. Firmino, what a smile. Mane, Salah, all smiling together. I almost picked them. I thought it was almost two on the nose. You know, I mean, I I, I agree. I mean, really, that that whole team, you know, I mean, they're sort of – it's just, it's like, I know it's, it's infectious. It is true. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how much I would care about the season ending if, uh, or, you know, whether it ended or not, if it wasn't for this Liverpool thing. I mean, if it was just a, you know, if just Man City were up 18 points or something, you know, I might be like, well, you know, if you can't figure out how to do a fantasy game this summer, mm-hmm. just, just scrap it yeah, and start totally. the game over in August, you know? All right. Well, I, I guess, yeah, we're going to, we're going to put these up for our listeners to uh, vote who who won the draft? Who so after the NFL draft is done, after the NBA draft is done, there is always the prognosticating of like, all right, who's now set up to win win the title in the coming mm-hmm. season? Yep. So I guess that's the way we position it. Who wins the who's who's best set up to win the title? Josh or Brandon? Yeah, uh, yeah. who misses the Premier League more? Josh or Brandon? I think. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that, that'll be, the, we'll put that up for, for a vote tomorrow, but, um, but yeah, thank you to everyone who, uh, who is listening to Potter, you know, who's still listening during this, during this sports hiatus. Um, and, uh, uh, if there's, if there's an obvious, you know, candidate that we missed, uh, in this week's draft, uh, let us know and, uh, let us know what you thought about this as a, um, as a format too, because maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do more of these, uh, moving forward, just, uh, uh, to make make sure that things stay fresh and not be too, uh, you know, because I was saying before, Brendan, I, I was saying that I, I, I admit I, I, I'm not like in love with sports nostalgia, and I, I don't. Th- this didn't feel too nostalgic to me. This felt more fun. I don't know, but I, I guess mm-hmm. it is kind of nostalgic inherently. But uh, yeah, I feel like um, we want to we want to kind of keep things light without without getting just into like match recaps, you know, or like mm-hmm. greatest game ever played kind of stuff. There is a balance there. I totally agree. So, yeah, as Josh mentioned earlier in the show, our payments are suspended on Patreon for April and May. But if you still want to step into the fray and support the cheaters, visit patreon.com slash always cheating. Um, a great way to support the pod and access our Slack message board where we've got a lot of people talking about all stuff um, unrelated to sports, you know, food, music, uh, beer, etc. But also now the virtual FPL game has kind of like breathed a little too, a little bit of new life into that main Slack channel, which is which is cool. Um, so yeah, patreon.com slash always cheating. Of course, every week we like to thank our producers. Josh, why don't you run through our producers and say thanks? It sounds good. I, I rarely do this for whatever reason. Uh, Trevor Ingerson, Mike DePietro, Chris Howell, Andy Penn, Chris Carter, Martin Savage, Brian T, the Big Gaffer, Bobas Kuhn, Jeff Hosby, Ben Grant, James Holland, Jazz Benin. Dave Wagner-Lodal, Nick Wright, Jim Payne. Nick Wright, by the way, starting a chance to talk to you more at the uh, when we were in the UK. Uh, Jim Payne, Brian Chin, Blair Jacobson. We did get to talk to Blair a fair amount. Uh, Frederick Keen, Gransky, Travis West, Alan Creasy, Victor Farberg, Skogang, Paul Hertzig, Kaya, Christine Lelang, Stian Niehaus, Barry McGuire, Peter Bodictel, Andy Portwalk, Toothless Gibbon, Andy Martin, Lindsay Rostell, Anton Markoff, FPLmerch.com. I had my iced coffee out of an fplmerch.com glass this morning, Brian. That's a true story. And James Conroy, thank you to all of our producers. See, Brian, you don't do the little comments as you go through there. <laughs> no, you, uh, you <laughs> weaved, you, you wove a story into the producer um, names being read, and I loved it. Nick Wright, I feel like Nick Wright was this close to being drafted into uh, our nostalgia <laughs> draft. Uh, great. So you can also rate and review and subscribe uh, to the Always Cheating Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, by Google Play, Stitcher, Acast, wherever fine podcasts are, are sold. No, they're not sold. They're free. You can subscribe for free. It's not a problem. Yeah. Hopefully uh, follow us on Twitter. For, yes, please make it so. Yeah, we're basically subscribed to the Christian Slater pirate radio uh, theory <laughs> of podcasting, I think it's fair to say. 
Um, follow us on Twitter at Hell Cheaters, Instagram at Hell Cheaters. Josh, you captured a a freeze frame of me doing a keepy uppy in the park the other day, which you can see on our Instagram page at Hell Cheaters. Facebook.com is where you can watch that whole video from FPL King and all the um, fine folks around the world uh, juggling, doing keepy uppies. Uh, Facebook.com slash always cheating. Lengthy emails. The great greatest way to send us like long form epic poetry is hailcheaters at gmail.com. Like you had mentioned a couple weeks ago, Josh, we've gotten some emails from listeners over the course of the last month during this quarantine period. Uh, just expressing your thoughts on uh, how we're still doing the podcast during all this. And it really does lift us up and boost us to hear from you guys. So if you have anything you need to get off your chest, uh, um, we're happy to hear from you. And for all this and more, go to alwayscheating.com. We will see you at some of these places, Um, hopefully in the Slack especially. And uh, yeah, I feel like I am... Uh, like many people with kids at home, I have been struggling to uh, focus too much on the fun stuff uh, in life, like like our Slack channel and like sports in general. Um, and so, um, I, but I feel like I'm starting to like get the work life balance a little better now. So I'm hoping uh, to be a little more active on the Slack in the coming weeks. And uh, uh, I've also been cooking a lot, and so uh, I think I might go in there and post some of the recipes and things that I've made uh, recently. Um, I uh, made a delicious carrot cake, Brandon, and. Uh, Tells you where we are in terms of uh, the quarantine <laughs> mode that we are doing a fantasy Premier League podcast. I'm talking about carrot cake an hour and 15 minutes in. So, well, yeah, that's, it, that's, it takes us back to the beginning, right, Josh? When we first started Always Cheating, and a uh, great British baking show was like <laughs> uh, was in the zeitgeist, and we even set up the Patreon uh, at first as like there were like the various baking levels. I can't remember what they were called, but. It's all come back to baking on the Always Cheating Podcast. I think it's fair to say you made a beautiful looking carrot cake. I made a chocolate babka today, which like, so good. So yeah, um, baking is really what's keeping most of us. I mean, I wouldn't say it's keeping us alive. It's definitely making us a lot of us fatter. <laughs> during quarantine but it's delicious it. i know <laughs> yeah i went i went to whole foods uh on like late on monday uh last week and uh i just needed to like you know do like a restock and i was like well maybe if i go like late at night on a monday it'll be okay um and i got there like an hour before it closed and there was still a line out the door um like you know because everyone has to be six feet apart and so it was uh mm-hmm. and so i got inside and i was like well nothing's even gonna be here um, and I went, uh, cause I needed more flour, uh, for, for all this baking and I, everything was picked up. There's nothing there. And then by itself, there's like four shelves all empty. No. And then like the bottom shelf in the middle, a five pound bag of flour was just sitting there completely unmolested, just un, you know, just sitting there waiting for somebody to take. And it was like, it might as well have had like a halo around it. It was, I, I couldn't believe it. I was so <laughs> delighted. Um, so yeah, uh, Thank Five pound too. bag of flour. Consider yourself drafted. <laughs> That's my my sixth pick is the five pound bag of flour. All right, Brandon. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. Hail cheaters. Poku forever. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.